We had another uh, another letter. This, this is the follow up. This is the follow up show, isn't it? This is the follow up show. Yeah, for yeah. sure. There's an email. We had a, yeah, we had an email, not a letter. I keep calling them letters because you're old school. I am. I am super old school. Um, although Bob pointed out to me that I'm not that old school because she asked me how much a stamp cost yesterday, and I, I went twenty five p. And she laughed. I went no, no. It's like it, it's closer to a pound now. But have you seen what? the lines outside post offices? No, what's I mean, happening? Are in, people queuing? Oh, massive queues. Why? Well, because you can't have more than, yeah, as a little post office, you can't have oh, more than God, two people in it. And then so everyone's wanting to send their Christmas um, their Christmas podcast specials uh, oh. to someone else on a hard drive. And uh, the queues... <laughs> because that's uh, how podcasts are delivered. <laughs> we could, uh, that would really help uh, augment our, uh, our audience, wouldn't it? If we just send a, a send physical <laughs> copies, MP3 player to everyone we know. Welcome everybody to your Christmas special midlifing episode, or mini-sode if you prefer. So to the uh, email. Yeah, this is from um, Sue Smith. She says hello, Simon. Interesting. She addresses it to you, not Simon and Lee. Clearly, I'm the email person in the team. It's because what well, do you... you do with this fucking? <laughs> do you do? <laughs> I don't. I don't really do that. Except much. you cut me out of shit. That's all that happens. I cut out all of the bits where you sound clever and leave you looking. Basically, I, I try to digitally leave you with your pants around your ankles while, <laughs> while I am sitting reclining on a chair going, or, or, I'm erudite. <laughs> I am sophisticated. Derrida, Derrida, Derrida. <laughs> Hello, Simon. Really enjoying midlife. <laughs> Do you think I was talking to you then? Hi. I've been talking for an hour and a half. Have you got amnesia? Did Sorry, you nearly two hours. Hello, Simon. Really enjoying midlifing with you and Lee. The podcasts go so quickly because they are so absorbing. I have a question. Was there a point in your life when you felt proper grown up? Did a switch flick inside and then boom, you were a responsible adult? I ask because I'm midlife. Wait, wait. So she's asking both of us, right? Even though she's yeah, saying yeah, yeah, hello, Simon. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's, yeah. I think it's she, not just for me to respond to this because that no, feels like no, some kind no. of responsibility. That would be but... that would be cruel to just ask you to respond to Thank this. Thank you. She continues. I ask because I'm midlife, probably a bit past mid, and my sister and I have had a pretty rough few years caring for elderly parents. Dad died in September 2019 at home after being ill for a few years, and in the last year of his life, he had vascular dementia, so we lost him before he died, really. Mum has Alzheimer's, so she is changing too. We are caring for her at home as we did with Dad, but despite how hard it is, both Mandy and I are still quite young at heart, and we haven't let it change us as fun-loving people. And I think this, for me, is, is the kind of the the key to the question that she's asking. Hmm. We have friends who've been through similar Hmm. and they are worn down by their situation, which makes us think we haven't properly grown up yet. I hope this makes sense. It's hard to explain, but I'm wondering if other people get a sense of being grown up at a certain point in their life and it's bypassed Mandy and me. And then there's a very smiley face emoji. Uh, Best wishes, Sue. So, P.S. Simon, I, th- I, th- I prefer you to Lee. I think she also... <laughs> no, it says sent from my iPhone is what it says after the word Sue. So you're just making that better. Damn! Because uh-huh. I do have it open in front of me. I think what's interesting about this is, you know, the, the context of the, you know, the, the deeply difficult things that they've been experiencing, losing one parent and uh, not, and, and, you know, she really eloquently says lost, losing him before he died, but also... Um, <laughs> continuing to care for their their mum at home who has alzheimer's so that sense of their their they're experiencing a double loss twice 
Um, so that context is. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> by the way, by the way, Sue did follow up with an email saying you can say anything you like, and it would be also fine for you to joke about the situation. But also, I just love that she said, "Dad died." She didn't say, "I lost Dad." And no, I really totally, just want to. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I want to congratulate Sue for um, being direct yeah. when yep. it comes to yep. death. And, and actually, she tells us he's died twice, as in in the letter in the email she uses the word died she hasn't used any um any uh, euphemisms euphemisms um what i find really interesting is the sense of um it's not quite guilt and i really like that that it's not guilt but the sense that well confusion that, almost conf- yeah confusion that well should we have been brought low more than we have been which is not to suggest that they've not struggled they're very clear in the fact it's that been hard struggled. Yeah, really hard, but that they've still can they still managed to hold on to a sense of lightness. And in the other <laughs> in the other email, the follow up email that she sends, which I really like, <laughs> which I think is really really beautiful, she says, "As we cared for Dad right through him dying, we found humour where we could with his hallucinations and the very odd conversations we had to have with him because he didn't recognise us. And this is the kicker for me: we got quite good at improv. <laughs> I just I just think the the self awareness and the the kindness to offer that to us, but also the kindness to offer that to themselves, mm. for me, obviates any of the other concerns that they have because I just about want not to go, being adults yet. Yeah, it's like I don't know what is more well, grown up. Adult. Sorry, grown up. Yeah, yeah. But do you know why? That's so. It's so interesting you bring that up because uh, for me, that especially with people who are losing their memories, um, is that the desire to clamp them back into what was and what mm. is, is powerful, right? Yeah. Which is so different from what uh, Sue is describing, which is, well, this is where, this is where he went. Yeah. And let's go there. Yeah. And that, so, so you're not holding on to the way you remember that person or what you think they should be talking about or what was true or accurate. You're swinging with them. To me, that is, that is forgetting about whether it's grown up or not. I think there's something that is, that is a, a beautiful act of love because it's God, yeah. not doing what you want of yeah. them. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. this is where they are now. I'm going. I'm running with that. It, it, it strikes me that it is full of such grace to you know to be able to, and I mean that in the in the kind of yeah. not gracefulness in a kind of here we are now. Yeah, yeah I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna flow with this because the alternative is well, the alternative is what? Yeah, but it's funny, isn't it? The the grown up thing is. Uh, you know, we definitely talked about this before, which is that sort of sense that I was the the, the runt of the litter. I think I described it as one time, yeah. and and always that the, the youngest child. I think this is probably maybe it's quite true of other youngest children and families. I'm the youngest of four, where you're always you're always in that position, or you yeah. you assume yourself assume that you're in that position. And and I do remember years ago at 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 at, at work. <laughs> I'd taken, I'd been given, or I'd taken on some kind of, you know, responsibility where I had to chair particular meetings, and <laughs> I was, uh, I felt woefully ill-equipped to do this. I have to say, so I did not feel like I was the grown-up in the room, yeah. and really nervous. I was, you know, definitely um, uh, all sweaty, and um, and there was a point about three quarters of the way through this meeting. So it's a big meeting, you know, a long table. There would have been 20 people around the table. Oh, I was yeah. at the one, I was the one end saying, okay, let's move on to this. And this yeah, is the, yeah. you know, this is the, <clears throat> the agenda, whatever. 
And I remember looking down and, you know, three quarters of the way through and seeing and seeing that my fly was undone. Oh. <laughs> oh, and no. I spent the entire and then I had this great moment of trying to surreptitiously do my fly up at that point whilst whilst sharing the and I was trying to wonder which was the grown up part. You know, when I when we when when I got when we even though she says hello, Simon. When I got Sue's emails, that's the that's the moment that came to mind. Really, where that I do think that's life. I think life is um, uh, when we are we are placed in circumstances that we are used to seeing other people in those circumstances, and then we adapt, and that just sort of we just chip away at those things. But it doesn't mean that we are. I think. I mean, I'm you know I don't know here, but that we. That doesn't mean that we suddenly are grown up in all situations, or that we have take the same kind of responsibility in all in all situations. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a little bit like confidence, isn't it? It's like I can be extremely confident as a public speaker, which is you know you might say is unusual because most people it shares scares the shit out of them. But yeah. in another circumstance, I might have zero to no confidence. You know, oh, it's yeah, not like confidence is a is a generic state, and and I think that's you know with the death of parents or when you're, you're caring for people. You know, whose whose mental health is really bad, or you know, and you know, in the way in which Sue's describing. Wow, talk about how do you, you know, how can you be prepared for that situation? I, I like these questions, but it also there's a slightly kind of you know, uh, what are those kinds of uh, newspaper columns where people write in with their um, their sort of situations or problems, and that yeah, the people who respond have something useful and cogent to say, and exactly. we go. Wow, that sounds hard. Yes, so God, you, you're good. Email <laughs> we us at do the that. last two people in the world you'd ever want to respond to this at midlifing.net. <laughs> See, which is probably why we don't want feedback. We don't. <laughs> we, we probably just need you to tell us how good we are, and then we can read them out. But Pull this, some the, praise. Yeah, but seriously, this is. Um, there was such a, a um, an openness to the offer, but I, oh, I do. I do think reminding us of that kind of that internal external thing because um you know you you see people coping and you think god they've got it all together Mm. and then you know and then somebody asking the question from the inside going oh are we doing this wrong because we're not brought low are we doing this wrong because we are being playful and 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 managing to managing to find moments of of lightness and joy in this and i mean that that sense of second guessing ourselves yeah, and it's a beautiful offer Sue's given us as well, and also to everyone else listening. You know, I think there's something really um, I'm humbled, really, mm. genuinely, by someone uh, <laughs> trusting our tangential uh, mode of conversation uh, that they would uh, trust us to. <laughs> Maybe they're regretting it now. <laughs> Almost certainly, immediately thought, oh, why? <laughs> Oh, I want to reach down the internet and get that email back. <laughs> I wish that was possible. Oh, wouldn't it be great? Yeah. Um, so, Merry Christmas. <laughs> hey, Merry Christmas to you. Happy New Year, Simon. <laughs> and Happy New Year to you. Hey, this Easter. Wow! <laughs> it's we a could, great second. We could cover year. all the major religious holidays. Absolutely. Oh, we've missed Diwali, haven't we? Wow. We just you had are, that. You are so switched on to cultural difference. You know me. I'm all about I think Hanukkah it. is the most recent one as well. Yeah. I, um, have you got your um, dreidel ready? 
I weirdly pointed over my shoulder as I said dreidel, as if there is a dreidel behind me. And also as if, as if, as if you're not covered up by you. Exactly. Who am I, who I am I gesturing it. over my shoulder to? Have you got your, uh, your dreidel ready? That's me turning away from my mind. That's that action. I have to do, I, I have to do it all the time. I only do that when I'm burping, <laughs> which is which is I quite love a lot. That. You really laugh openly into the mic, but I can't yeah. do it. I, I, Why? Feel, I feel ashamed. Oh, but you've got such a lovely laugh. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's it. That's such a lovely laugh. Do you know? Uh, I won't lie to you. There has been more than one occasion. Oh, maybe I shouldn't tell you this because it might be self-conscious. I'm going to tell you anyway. There's been more than one occasion where I've clipped your laugh and then just repeated it every now and then because I think it's so lovely. You've been <laughs> and duplicating only... my laugh. But uh, no, but I, I change it slightly so it doesn't just sound like going ha 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 ha. Just <laughs> because sometimes you've done that like and held on to it and it sounds it's like oh it just I like just the little laugh. giggles that you do. So I yeah. just stick them back in for you. No. I've only done that twice, but still. <laughs>